Fort Worth is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Welcome to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, keeping you connected to your faith and your world. Teresa tackles the issues of faith and culture, the pro-life message, and media awareness. And now, here's Teresa Tamio. And it's a Friday. It is May 20th, 2022, entering into this weekend, moving toward, can you believe it, almost the end of the month of May. Next weekend, not this weekend, but next weekend, the Memorial Holiday weekend, the unofficial beginning of summer. We have a great lineup for you today. We always try to bring you things that keep you connected to the church and beyond, hence the name of the program, Catholic Connection. Always enjoy my chats with Doug Keck. He's the president and chief operating officer of EWT, and he gives us an inside look. That's why we call it the inside word with Doug Keck. Kind of gives you a, a heads up in terms of the great programming that you'll be having the opportunity to view, to watch, to listen to, to go online, whatever you want to do, because there's a number of ways, obviously, to take in our programming. But that way it gives you, as we say, the inside word and a heads up so you can actually schedule when you want to watch something and, and make sure you set your DVR. So Doug joining us at 15 minutes past the hour. Okay, fact check Friday today. A few things I want to talk about. Yesterday, if I didn't run in the national hour, I ran in the second hour, and I talked about this with uh, Father Frank Pavone in my um, local segment I do with him every week. There was this very interesting story that I ran in the first hour of the news yesterday that really, really struck a, a nerve with me in terms of what the media don't know. So in this segment this morning, we're going to talk about how what the media don't know hurts all of us. It's really important to understand the lack of information and knowledge that most reporters have on many, many topics, especially when it comes to core teachings of the church or really anything having to do with, with faith or religion. Beat reporters are long gone. It's very, very rare to have a, a particular beat or issue that a reporter would cover regularly. And this story, although it was positive in the sense that it was a pro-life story referencing fetal surgery, the tone of the reporter's voice, and this is what's really important, and I do this in a lot of my media uh, literacy programs and, and classes that I teach and seminars that I give. It's very important, the emphasis on the words, the type of words they use, and you'll hear in the voice of this reporter how she's so excited, which is great, but she's shocked. You can tell in the voice that she's so surprised that something like fetal surgery exists. Fetal surgery has been around for at least 40 years. And it's not only that. So many in the media that have major platforms, such as Bill Maher, who, by the way, at least is honest enough to admit when he's wrong. He's been saying some pretty uh, uh, interesting things that sound much more to the right than to the left. For example, after the leak of the Dobbs um, opinion that was written, of course, by Justice Samuel Alito, he admitted that there was so much he didn't know about abortion. And again, these are people who have major platforms who are up there pontificating, no pun intended, about various issues that face us. And not just small issues, but major issues. So, much to discuss and fact check Friday. And I'm very excited to have Kristen Hawkins ending with a dynamo. Kristen Hawkins, president of Students for Life. She's been out there, of course, for years and years defending life and working with her ministry, Students for Life. But she has been really taking on 
uh, the pro-aborts in social media, and she's so strong. And we're going to talk about, uh, get her opinion, because we haven't talked to her since the leak at SCOTUS, so she'll have a lot to say. Kristen Hawkins from Students for Life. That website is studentsforlifeaction.org. All right, let's take a look at the forecast, because we're still going to have rain in parts of the country and then some uh, still problems with a lot of wildfires out there. So just a quick summary for you across this beautiful nation of ours. The threat of severe thunderstorms existing in the Midwest and the Ohio Valley through today and then elevated to critical fire weather conditions in place across the Four Corners area throughout the weekend. Early session heat will likely record high temps spreading from the south into the Ohio Valley, mid-Atlantic and northeast on Friday, Saturday, and perhaps Sunday. We're going up to near 90 today in Michigan, which is pretty warm for May, we usually are in the mid-70s in May. It doesn't get to the 90s until July here, but we'll take it. All right, it's already four minutes past the hour. Let's get busy and get into the news. It is a Friday morning, May 20th, 2022. You are listening to EWTN. Well, just this week, as Catholic News Agency explains, the Oklahoma legislature passing a pro-life measure that would outlaw almost all abortions in the state if signed into law. The bill will prohibit abortions in the start of pregnancy and only allows for an abortion to save the life of the mother. A person who performs an illegal abortion could spend up to 10 years in prison and face a fine of $100,000. The House passing the bill in a 70-14 vote, and the Senate approved the measure last year. One of the sponsors of the bill, State Rep. Jim Olson, ensuring that the penalties are for the doctor, not for the woman. That measure now heads to the desk of the governor, the governor voicing his support for pro-life laws at a bill signing ceremony last year. Over to Rome and the Vatican, the Pope yesterday, as Lisa Zangarini reports, meeting with those taking part in the Santa Marta Group Conference as they concluded a three-day meeting on human trafficking at the Pontifical Academy for Social Sciences at the Vatican. Meeting participants of the Santa Marta Group Conference, Pope Francis thanked them for their ongoing commitment in the fight against the scourge of human trafficking. The group, which was established in 2014 to pledge closer cooperation on anti-trafficking initiatives between the Catholic Church and law enforcement agencies worldwide, ended a three-day meeting today in the Vatican. Discussions concentrated on how to refocus and revitalize its activities in light of a worsening global situation caused by the pandemic and continuing conflict and instability in many regions of the world, including now Ukraine. Its aim was to produce a new action plan to help guide local and regional activity, which was presented to Pope Francis during the papal audience closing the conference. In his address, the Holy Father praised the work carried out by the group against human trafficking, noting that modern forms of slavery continue to spread even within the most developed areas of the world. He also expressed hope that the fight against this crime against humanity will take into greater consideration a number of broader realities, including the need for a renewed ethical vision of our political, economic and social life, one centered not on profit but on persons, he said. And the rock legend, meanwhile, helping the Pope launch an international educational movement. U2 singer Bono was there as the Holy Father inaugurated the Escola Socorrentes International Educational Movement yesterday during a special meeting with students at Rome's Pontifical Urban University. Lucinda Kay tells us as parents rush to find baby formula, creating alternatives, the medical community is saying, is becoming dangerous for the baby. 
Doctors remind parents, do not panic and try to create your own alternative for baby formula. There are reports from across the country, babies in the NICU, as they can't survive without specialized formulas or their parents tried to make a formula at home. Infants need a very specific balance of nutrients, not too much or too little of anything. Mama's breast milk is the magic elixir, but infant formulas approved by the FDA are made just right. Doctors say do not add water to make the formula stretch farther. Do not experiment with online recipes for formula. Do not use regular milk or substitutes for infants. A dad from Queens, meanwhile, wasting no time making sure moms and dads can feed their babies amid a formula, amid a formula shortage. Jason Newman says he's doing whatever he can to get a hold of the coveted formula. It's a lot of phone calls just looking and looking and looking. Newman, by the way, reaching out to nonprofits to donate a trunk full of formula that will be handed out to families who need it most. Now he's spending thousands of dollars of his own money to buy the formula, but says it's worth it, and he'll continue searching for it. The man accused of carrying out last weekend's mass shooting at a grocery store in Buffalo, New York, has been indicted by a grand jury. Prosecutors alleging 18-year-old Peyton Gendron killed 10 people and injured three others, almost all of them African-American. He was in court yesterday, and at one point, a person in the courtroom called him a coward. He's charged with murder and is still behind bars without bail. He is set to face a judge again on June 9th. An investigation now underway after an unarmed 13-year-old boy was shot by a Chicago police officer on the west side. The superintendent of police, David Brown, saying the teen jumped from a stolen Honda Accord as police approached Wednesday night. The subject flees to a gas station parking lot at the 800 block of North Cicero and turn, turns toward the officer. An officer then shot the boy who remains hospitalized in serious but stable condition. The Accord was stolen Monday night in Chicago and used in a carjacking the following night in Oak Park, Illinois. Four people leaving a high school graduation ceremony in Louisiana were heard as gunfire erupted Thursday night, happening on the campus of Southeastern Louisiana University in Hammond, about 45 miles east of Baton Rouge, where a local high school was sending off their senior class. A shooter was in custody by 8.30 p.m., around 15 minutes after the shooting. Trey Thomas tells us a Hermit's Peak fire in New Mexico has now burned over 300,000 acres of land in the state. What is already the largest fire in state history is still only 34% contained. Nationwide, there are 13 large fires currently burning with four of them in New Mexico. There are also large fires being reported in Texas, Arizona, Colorado, Michigan, New Hampshire, and Florida. Gas prices are on the brink of another expensive milestone. The AAA station survey shows a national average price for regular is up to $4.59 a gallon. The $4.60 a gallon barrier is almost certain to fall this weekend as prices have set a new record for nearly two weeks in a row. The least expensive place to fill up is Oklahoma. The statewide average there, $4.03 a gallon. Meanwhile, reporter Nika Magayas tells us legislation aimed at stopping gas price gouging is advancing to the Senate. Legislation aimed at stopping gas price gouging will advance to the Senate. The House narrowly passing the bill Thursday with no Republican support and four Democrats voting against it. We shouldn't be paying $6 a gallon when Exxon and Chevron have uh, record profits. Representative Josh Harder's legislation would ban excessive gas hikes during an emergency. The bill also 
also includes an amendment that would require the FTC to investigate if prices are being manipulated by decreasing refinery capacity. The average price of a gallon of gas in California is currently 606, almost $2 more than it was a year ago. Two Secret Service employees doing advance prep for Joe Biden's visit to South Korea today are being sent home. This after an alleged altercation with a local cab driver, the employees, an agent and a security specialist reportedly had been drinking when they entered into a heated argument with the driver. A local police report filed and the two will be placed on administrative leave. Mike Bauer tells us there just aren't as many workers available these days after COVID. The labor supply has shrunk, which gives workers more leverage, more bargaining power, and it pushes employers to compete harder and improve job quality. But... Baby boomers are finally leaving the stage. Labor force participation for those 55 and older is nearly two points lower than in February of 2020, and that number is growing. And there aren't as many millennials or Gen Zers to replace them. And people with long COVID or who are facing child care pressures or even dealing with substance abuse are also missing from the labor force, as are a large number of immigrants. It is almost 13 minutes past the hour on a Friday morning edition of Catholic Connection. Thanks for tuning in to the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Find us online, EWTN.com. Doug Keck, the president of the network, also serving as a chief operating officer, joins us every Friday, taking time out of his super-duper busy schedule to tell us what's coming up in programming so we can make a note of it so we know we won't miss anything, which is always awesome. Fact Check Friday with the media don't know hurts all of us. That's coming up at the bottom of the hour. And then we wrap up a busy Friday with the amazing Christian Hawkins, president of Students for Life. She is someone who simply is not afraid to go out there and speak the truth in love. And she packs a powerful punch, but she does it respectfully. We can learn a lot from this young woman, a mom, a wife, and a determined pro-life witness. She's out there on the front lines, and she's been really... Uh, having a time on Twitter, pushing back, and also going on the offensive on the pro-life officials. We'll talk to her about that, as well as her thoughts after the leak of the Supreme Court decision on Dobbs. It was a draft decision, but it was leaked, and now many, many are saying that in any day now, because of what was written in this majority opinion by Justice Alito, that the Supreme Court is, in fact, poised to overturn Roe v. Wade, the opinion that gave us abortion on demand through nine months of pregnancy in this country. We'll be right back with Doug coming up next. Stay tuned. People ask how they can care for older family members who can't fully care for themselves. One answer is Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Visiting Angels assists adults nationwide with 600 locations to continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. Their caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meals, and lighthouse work. Services are provided up to 24 hours per day, and you can select your caregiver before service begins. More information, including franchise opportunities, is on the web at visitingangels.com. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile. Everyday living. Effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. Did you know Franciscan University of Steubenville offers a Master's of Arts in Catholic Studies? Our unique program offers courses from many academic disciplines. Literature, biology, art, theology, psychology, all taught from a distinctly Catholic perspective. This 100% online program can be completed in just one year. 
Learn to see the world through a Catholic lens with a Master's in Catholic Studies from Franciscan University of Steubenville. Find out more at franciscan.edu slash mcs. This program is brought to you by the following nonprofit underwriter. CMF Curo is the Catholic health care option you've been searching for. From concierge service to ethical consultations to partnerships with one of the nation's largest health care sharing ministries, CMF Curo offers a pro-life, Catholic approach to your overall health and well-being. Find out today if CMF Curo is right for you. Call 833-GET-CURO. That's 833-G-E-T-C-U-R-O. Or visit MyCatholicHealthCare.com. It's a Friday morning, and that means we are going to be checking in with Doug Keck, Chief Operating Officer and President of the Network, as we do every week. He gives us a great update on the scheduled programming so we have a little sneak pre uh, sneak preview a sneak peek as we say we could jot things down and maybe i said last time i think we were talking about the set your vcr how old am i (laughs) set your dvr right yeah well you got your vcr and then uh you know we could swap some eight tracks there you go Uh, yeah and reel to reel right (laughs) and uh we can get scott hans cassette out and play that right Uh, hey we're we are both old enough to remember the days of editing reel to reel tape right absolutely i mean i did that in my first radio job and for my sound bites every hour. Oh my gosh, we are we are lots um, of fun. Get out the yeah. razor. Absolutely. Okay, so what is coming up? I mean, because we're still in the Miriam month of May, right? Absolutely. I like the way that goes. Uh, and uh, yeah, thanks to uh, Michael Elson, our, our programming guy who works with Peter uh, Gagnon, uh, I get a wonderful list of some of the upcoming things, so I can sound like I know what's going on. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Saint Rita, the movie, very very popular. Um, you know. It's going to be on tomorrow, part one. People can check that out. If you haven't seen it, you should really see it. It's, it's quite a fine program. Was it shot and, in Kasha, Italy? Uh, I don't know if it was shot there, but it's certainly about her. I don't know yeah. exactly where. It, it's a big production that was done uh, basically in Italy, so oh. it certainly could have been, or it certainly looks like it. I want to, um, I want to see it because I've been to Kasha. Everything oh, is uphill. Everything not, is uphill. You never go you, downhill. Everything is up steps, but it's beautiful. <laughs> You've been to Italy before, then? Yes, I have. Once or oh, twice. Oh, okay. I just was wondering. I, I wasn't. I wasn't aware. Newsflash. Uh. <laughs> but no, okay. Kasha is beautiful, and the basilica there dedicated to her is right. breathtaking. So, so anyway, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. That's uh, that's great, and uh, that's very popular. And then we've got a couple of events. We've got the beatification of Pauline Jericho. This is that new event coming up on on Sunday at 12 noon, which is uh, coming from France, so people can look for that, we'll carry that. And also the special that was done called Heart of a Missionary on uh, her life as well, so you can check out who she was and why she's being beatified. And uh, we actually had a special on uh, with Father Mitch a couple of weeks ago talking about this. And next week we have also got, we're going to be running on Mondays, uh, every Monday an episode of Life is Worth Living with Archbishop Sheen at 6.30 p.m. Those are classics. People can always look for that. I mean, it's amazing how prescient he was, how many things he said back then are are even more true today, kind of like, uh, or truer today, even like uh, with uh, Mother Angelica. You Mm -hmm. go, wow. Uh, It was impactful back then. It seems even more impactful now. And then Women of Grace, we've got a, a, a bunch of new episodes coming up next week. Uh, the Miracle Hunter is going to be on, Father Leo Paddling Hug. So uh, just a couple of the things that will be happening over the next uh, you know, week on EWTN as we continue. And as you said, in the, in the month of Mary. And uh, if you miss any of our programs on the schedule, go to EWTN 
on demand. So many of our programs are available there. You just go and watch them anytime you'd want or check out our YouTube channel. So it's, you're not just relying on your DVR right. or, or your, your VCR. VCR. <laughs> <laughs> Or your reel to reel, or your cassette, <laughs> or your you know, eight track, or whatever. I, I wanted to ask you: is that you always have these great movies on the Saints, and I know that some movies you produce, and then right. you have the Miracle Hunter who does a great job, and that, that's an EW Champ production. Mm-hmm. But how do you get a hold of these movies that were shot in Italy, the the incredible scenery, and these very detailed films of their lives? Well, certainly, uh, you know, we've made efforts over the last 20 years to really, early on, beat the bushes to find Mm -hmm. every great program that was ever produced uh, from a Catholic perspective that we could utilize, especially, quite honestly, if it was free, Uh, because, uh, you know... uh, Television's expensive, rights right. are expensive, so wherever we can make it work, we have to be good stewards of the money that's given to us by mother supporters over the years. So some of it is, is working relationships that obviously existed with uh, people like Rye, uh, you mm-hmm. know, producing productions. Obviously, there's some benefits in Europe because they do have nationalized channels, and sometimes these productions are done as uh, as where multiple countries put in X amount of dollars and they each get the rights to the particular movie or film in their particular language. Uh, and so sometimes that happens, and we're able to get it, like, uh, you know, after aftermarket, effectively, when it's no yeah. longer a new title for them. Then, in addition, we, we, we have done smaller pieces. Obviously, uh, the largest one we probably did was on Mother Cabrini. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done some others on, uh, you know, but the saints are very, very important. I always thought that was something I really got from Bob and Penny Lord. I thought I was, was just so going to say that. Yeah. Important. Mm-hmm. I used to say more people know about saints, Penny, because of you guys than anybody. Yeah. And, uh, they're so important because just like the Pope, there's, is, is a linear way for us to connect back to Peter. The saints are, are likewise a, our connection back through history. Um, and they're and they're regular real people who overcame their own foibles and they're they're great uh, you know brothers and sisters for us to rely on to ask for their intercession and at the same time to appreciate so many of the things that are going on are so tough one of the productions we've got a, a meeting later today uh, talking about script for a particular production is going to be done in uh, Ireland as a follow-up uh, to uh, speak of the devil it's a, a different program but it's really going to be about a priest on the run uh, in Ireland under uh, British occupation wow. going back a couple of hundred what years. What a story. Uh, which working titles like Faith of Our Fathers. And, it, and the, the goal is to, sh- is to reinforce to people, realize how important the faith was to your grandparents, your great-grandparents, and what they were willing to do and suffer mm-hmm. to keep the faith alive while you're taking it for granted and saying, exactly. I'll just watch the Mass on television. Right. So hopefully uh, it'll be exciting, it'll be interesting and uh, impactful. Well, that's why I love the fact that, that we're able to, uh, through EWTN and hooking in with the Vatican and Vatican Television, to follow the, the canonizations of these different saints. So recently, of course, last weekend with all the saints that were canonized, giving us, and then, of course, the great stories that the Catholic News Agency and, and the Register and our other outlets did in terms of, okay, who are these people? Because they all have such really amazing stories. I mean, especially who's considered now the new bait and chain of journalism, uh, Titus Bransma. I mean, right. his story of the persecution that he went through and what he was up against in terms of the Nazis. Right, exactly. And, and that's one of those things when you realize these people were willing to stand up, uh, you know, like a Colby-like situation like that speak out and take the consequences because they had to do what they had to do 
and and so often in our our world today we kind of uh, say well you know I don't want to make anybody feel bad and if I speak up somebody will be mad at me or uh, you know I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings like I said or maybe it'll be perceived as me being arrogant to try ballistic and uh, you know we have to be careful about those things but we also have to be careful with just not rationalizing why we are not speaking up for what we believe mm-hmm. and since uh, to much is given much is expected we always have to remember that if you've been given the gift of the faith you'll be held accountable, accountable for what you for, did with yeah, it, exactly. just like the, the, the parable of the talents. Well, I, I think, uh, I'll tell you, Bob and Penny Lord, I watched so many of their programs and had the opportunity over the years to meet them at, at various yeah. events. And what, what an great. amazing couple. And I think they did uh, more for the understanding and the appreciation of the saints. I mean, I think they're up there with Mother Angelica, don't you? Absolutely. You want to hear one of the most interesting uh, tidbits of information? In sure. the 50s, the two of them met while they were going to act. They were they were going to acting school. In really? New York, believe it or not, absolutely. And you know who Bob Lord's uh, uh, roommate was for a period of time? No. Robert Redford. Get out of here! No. Really? And, and, and Penny always said, and Bob was better looking. Uh, <laughs> her Bob Lord. Her Bob. Oh, her Bob that's so sweet. Looking. So they I were adorable. That was a great story. Yeah, they were so knowledgeable on the Saints. I just I love them, and I think you know the fact that we still have all their right. their films and and standing there with their microphone and in, in the various churches and talking about the Saints just just so sweet. Doug, thanks so much. I always enjoy our segments, and you have a great Likewise. weekend. And thanks for all Me you too, do, my friend. Again, we can see all of this if you, if you forget. You know, keep your arms and hands inside the vehicle at all times if you're driving. Everything is on the website for all the programming. EWTN.com and, and all of our interviews are actually archived. You can go to AveMariaRadio.net to the archive section. What the media don't know can hurt all of us. We'll explain up next in Fact Check Friday. We'll be right back. The 38th annual Graveside Memorial Service for Aborted Babies Buried at Calvary Hill Cemetery will take place on Sunday, May 22nd at 2.30 p.m. at the Cemetery of the Innocents Gravesite, located at 3235 Lombardi Lane in Dallas. Everyone is encouraged to bring flowers for the gravesite. Dallas Auxiliary Bishop Greg Kelly will be presiding over the memorial service and will give a blessing to mothers and children as part of the service. For more information, call Laura at 214-358-0694. Are you looking for a full or part-time office for you or your team? WorkSuites provides workspace offices for individuals and small team businesses. WorkSuites, a new sponsor of KATH 910 AM, is owned by Flip Howard from St. Thomas Aquinas Parish in Dallas. WorkSuites offices are designed to cultivate a community of professionals working together to accomplish their business goals. WorkSuites invites you to give them a call at 888-312-WORK or visit their website at WorkSuites.com to see if it fits your business needs. All married couples in the Diocese of Dallas who are celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary in 2022 are invited to the Golden Anniversary Mass. The Golden Anniversary Mass takes place on Saturday, August 27th at 10 a.m. at the Cathedral Shrine of the Virgin of Guadalupe. The couples and guests are quarterly invited to join the diocese for a reception in the Grand Salon immediately following the Mass. The event is sponsored by the Diocese of Dallas Office of Worship and Evangelization Catechesis and Family Life. 
Do you need a new branding strategy that allows you to educate and engage with your local community while building trust and credibility? Decided Excellence Catholic Media offers a very unique branding platform which showcases you as the expert in your industry. Our exclusive publications are open, read, kept, and shared with thousands of readers and communities throughout Texas and nationwide. To learn more about our powerful branding solutions, please contact Doreen Chaney at dchaney at decidedexcellence.com. That's D-C-H-A-N-A-Y at decidedexcellence.com. Eight minutes past the hour. Welcome back. It's a Friday morning, May 20th, 2022 on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I want to give a shout out to our friends at Veritas Catholic Radio. They're having a membership drive this week. I'm going to be joining them right after the show about 10.20 just to catch up. And my friend John Harper is serving as the uh, MC and the host, and that's awesome. Veritas Catholic Radio on the East Coast, and a little bit more about them uh, a little bit later on. Maybe next week we can catch up with them, find out how their drive went. If you have a Catholic Radio drive in your area, Pledge Drive, please support your local Catholic Radio station and EWTM because we work together to bring you 24-7 Catholic programming. Okay, Fact Check Friday time. It's something, if you're a new listener, that I began during the election of 2020 because I was so frustrated with the lack of accuracy in the reporting regarding the election and of course that crosses other topics beyond the election but I was trying to help people sort through all of the you know bombardment of these negative stories about anybody right of center and say okay what, what do we need to look at here what's reality what's what's fantasy there's a, a real issue in terms of what the media don't know which is the title of today's fact check Friday what the media don't know hurts all of us and why do I say that? Because we have people in positions of power with a microphone and a platform. Maybe some of them have huge Twitter followings. Maybe some of them have a TV show that's syndicated. Maybe some of them are um, have a microphone and, and they're very, very popular with young people and other groups. The problem is, is that in the issues that face us every single day, not just people of faith, but especially people of faith, and if you look at the issues, for example, such as abortion and marriage and, and other uh, key teachings of the faith, they don't know, I mean, they know virtually, and I'm not just making this up, they know virtually nothing. If you look at the studies that date back decades into the knowledge that reporters have on how, let's say, the church operates or, or what faith is, there is a void there because the studies show that the majority of people in the media are either atheist or agnostic, uh, fallen away, uh, Catholics or Christians, and faith is not even on their radar unless there is something interesting. You heard the story, for example, about Bono meeting with the Pope. Well, that, that made headlines because it's a good feature story, right? An interesting story. But for the most part, most of the newsrooms now are employing, and this is both print and broadcast. And this was, was true when I was in the secular media over 20 years ago, and it's still true today, even to a more negative point, because there are fewer and fewer reporters the media, because of cutbacks and because of money concerns, obviously, they're a business just like anybody else, are feeling the heat, and so they're cutting back on staff. And so it makes it harder for those out there covering stories every day, whether it's online, in print, or on the air, or all of the above, which many outlets are doing, they literally are running even more quickly from story to story. So even if you just look at the structure without putting in, as we talked yesterday with Tim Graham of the Media Research Center, that built-in bias that's there, if you give reporters a benefit of the doubt that they're trying to do your job, their, their job objectively, they do not have physically the time, although they could take a little bit more time, as the example will show in this story I'm going to share with you, 
they don't have a lot of time, physical time, to do homework and to understand and to be able to pull back and connect the dots. Now, that doesn't say that they shouldn't be more effort into it, but just the actual struggle of the the structure of the day-to-day news operations. Most reporters are running from story to story, having to what we call feed the beast every day. For example, when I was in the secular media as a reporter for the ABC affiliate in Detroit, the TV station, I would have to file at least three or four stories a day. Sometimes more than one in the same story if it was a big story, but oftentimes I would do one story at noon, they move me to another story at five, and then I would front another story for the six o'clock and then leave something else for the 11. And this was over 20 years ago when I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off. And so add to that all of the issues we're seeing in the media, the way the media pie is split up so differently and how media outlets and conglomerates are trying to save money. And so they're, they're stretching their staff you know, to the point of it's, it's ridiculous sometimes. So, so just keep that in mind. Then you add in the built-in bias and the lack of knowledge that reporters have on the issues about which we are most concerned. I want to play this report for you, and it's not a negative report, but it's very important to listen to the tone, because the tone of this story and the phrasing that she used shows that this reporter doesn't know about something that has been around in the medical community. The pro-life movement is very, very aware and actually developed in the medical community because of the gift of ultrasounds. But apparently this reporter has no idea and is shocked that this medical advancement actually exists. Take a listen. This little guy almost didn't make it and now he'll soon be able to boast two births. At 19 weeks pregnant, Jaden Ashley learned her unborn son had spina bifida. That's when the spine and spinal cord don't form correctly. Doctors told her there's no hope. She got a second opinion and she found a medical team in Orlando that operates on babies before they're even born. It's called open fetal surgery. They basically opened me up like a C-section, repaired the defect in his back, closed me back up, and then I stayed pregnant for the rest of the time. 23-year-old Jaden's a regular on TikTok and posted from the hospital just a few days ago. She'll stay in Ronald McDonald House until the baby's really ready to come out. Now, that's a very positive, it's actually a very pro-life story, but if you hear the tone of the reporter where you can tell in her voice that she is surprised that there's something that's called open fetal surgery. It took me maybe five seconds to look up on Google how long fetal surgery has been with us, at least 40-plus years. Some medical sites that I went to that specialize uh, from hospitals that specialize in fetal surgery say it's been around since the 60s. They say the first successful one was back in 1980 at a hospital in California. So think about this. This reporter is surprised. You can tell by the tone in her voice. It's very important when you're discerning stories and when you're discerning things that are thrown at you. How do they use the words? What do they emphasize? What do they omit? What do they include? How do they describe things? She used all the terminology that we use in the pro-life movement. And again, this is a very good story, but what's bad about it is that she doesn't realize that fetal surgery has been around for decades. Why? Because there is this vast emptiness in these newsrooms in terms of what people know and don't know. If they were more aware of fetal surgery, how much more do you think the pro-life issue would be covered? Because it's directly related, as we mentioned, to ultrasounds. Learning more about the development of the baby in the womb helped advance fetal surgery. And again, this has been around for decades. Just a few days, and I only have about two minutes left, but just a few days after the leak of the, um, the SCOTUS decision from Justice Alito, 
Bill Maher goes on his show on Friday night on May 7th and talks about what he didn't know about abortion. He says he was shocked to learn that the United States is much more liberal than most of the progressive countries in Europe and the world when it comes to abortion that were up there with China and Korea. He says, I didn't know that. He said, did you know that most women are pro-life? I didn't know that. He said, did you know that if Roe v. Wade is overturned, it's not going to wipe out abortion in this country. It's going to send it right back to the states where the people will decide. And he says, so all of you out there screaming and yelling about the end of abortion, he said, you're being overly dramatic. That's not going to happen. He said, and I didn't know that. So here's Bill Maher, who didn't know these major points, and he has a big platform. At least he's honest enough to admit what he doesn't know. But if you don't have this, and this is basic information about the life issues, and that's just one topic. This is why it's so important to listen carefully to how they position a story, what they emphasize, what they don't emphasize, and to take everything from the secular media, especially on these issues, with a big grain of salt, because what the media don't know, and they don't know very much, hurts us all. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dave Palmer with a reminder to download the Guadalupe Radio Network app on your smartphone. It's very simple to do, and once you have the app on your phone, you can listen to a crystal clear signal of this station, KTH 910 AM, 24 hours a day, anywhere you are. If you have any questions about our app or need help setting it up on your phone, contact me through email, davepalmer at grnonline.com. Hello, I'm Joshua Stafish, a member of Modern Day Parish in Irving and a new sponsor here at KATH 910AM. I'm the co-owner of Absolute Painting. We serve customers throughout the DFW Metroplex, help them with home improvement projects, both interior and exterior, along with painting, drywall, foundation repairs, and other projects, large and small. I welcome your opportunity to prepare an estimate for your next project. You can find us at AbsolutePTG.com or by phone and text at 972-375-5100. Men, it's time. The Men's March to End Abortion and Rally for Personhood is Saturday, June 11th, the weekend before Father's Day, from 12 to 3 p.m. in Tallahassee, Florida. Men gather at 12 p.m. for the march. All women, children, and families join us for the 2 p.m. rally at the Florida State Capitol. You are needed. Every life matters. Join us on June 11th in Tallahassee. For more information, go to themensmarch.com. Hi, this is Walter Crawford with Homeschool Connections, proud sponsor of this radio station. I'm inviting you to save the date for this year's The Catholic Homeschool Conference. It is virtual, so you can attend from the comfort of your own home or from a local watch party in the DFW area. It happens on Friday, June 10th, and Saturday, June 11th. Our theme this year is empowering you to homeschool joyfully. More details to come as we approach the date. May God continue to bless your homeschooling journey. minutes past the hour. Doug Keck mentioned this earlier. We can't be afraid to speak the truth in love. And someone who's not afraid at all, she's a firehouse. I'm telling you, she is, uh, what do I want to call you? Like, um, you are a dynamo. That's what I want to say. You are a dynamo, Kristen Hawkins. You really are when you're out there on the front lines. And what you do on Twitter, you're amazing. And you, and you must have a 
the patience as much as Job and a very thick skin <laughs> to do what you do. Because, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, thanks for joining us. I know it's been an exhaustive few weeks for you. Kristen Hawkins is the president of Students for Life Action. The website is fantastic. Tons of info. Studentsforlifeaction.org. All right, so we haven't spoken to you since before the leak at the Supreme Court. Let me just get your thoughts as a pro-life expert out there on the front lines. Um, do we know anything? Do we have anything about the leaker? Because that seemed to be now it's pushed in the background. Yeah. We know nothing about the leaker. That that still hasn't been announced who the leaker was. You know, there's a lot. <clears throat> Washington, D.C. loves conspiracy theories. So there's been a lot of different names thrown out there. The prevailing thought is that it was a clerk for Justice Sonia Sotomayor, who, if you listen to uh, the oral arguments in December, was very uh, pro-abortion in her questioning and very aggressive against the uh, state of Mississippi. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me. Um, I think it's very telling, though. I was watching the, the messaging that Planned Parenthood and NARAL were pushing out after the leak. And, you know, everybody in, in, in the pro-life movement, you know, started their their statements talking about how egregious this leak was, how it's fundamentally bad for our country, and then, you know, the, then we would say how elated we were with this draft opinion mm-hmm. and that we were praying this is going to be the final decision. Right. The pro-abortion side, they never condemned the leak. And they were it was interesting because the mainstream media didn't hold them accountable for condemning right. the leak. Mm -hmm. I mean, that makes sense with liberals, because liberals will tear down institutions all day long, and, you know, whatever is justified, they they can justify anything uh, in the name of pursuing uh, what they feel is the right. It's really frightening to me. I I saw a great exchange with Justice Thomas. You may may have seen the same one. It was a discussion he had at a a school Mm -hmm. with uh, lawyers and uh, minority lawyers and also... um, uh, minority law students. It was excellent, and he was talking about how this has impacted the Supreme Court. And when you start going after these major institutions, not only affects places uh, something as high and as important as a high court, but it affects the actual structure of our country. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think, you know, he he said the court will never be the same. Mm-hmm. That the trust that was there, uh, that historically was there, you know. Um, I mean, there, there was always those reports about the, the friendship between Ruth Bader Ginsburg and and. Oh, that and was Justice interesting. Hill. Yes, good point. Remember yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Scalia and, and Ginsburg are uh, total opposite mm-hmm. on the political spectrum mm-hmm. and the issue spectrum, yeah, but they were close friends. friends. Yeah, and, and then that's not going to be the case anymore. Um, and that's what Justice Thomas was speaking about in those remarks about how this trust has been broken and it will likely never be back again. Um, and it will be over this decision. I mean, I saw last night I was getting ready to, to take off on a flight, and they said that marshals had been deployed to Supreme Court justices' homes because there has been credible death threats being yeah. made. Um, and, and, you know, it, it, I think it's very telling on the, the pro-abortion movement. Within 10 minutes of this leak coming out, the Supreme Court police were outside the court putting up barricades. Mm-hmm. They know exactly who those who advocate for the violence of abortion are. They're the ones who are likely to commit violence in the streets. 
you know, this decision would have been leaked the wrong way. They wouldn't be rushing this way. But yet, you know, the Department of Homeland Security puts out a memo warning uh, America that, you know, there could be on the left and the right. They're shocked um, on the left and the right. I'm shocked that there's there's gambling in this establishment. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be so happy that babies are going to be safe for abortion. We're going to attack our own Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. literally what they're accusing us of. It's unbelievable. We're talking with Kristen Hawkins from Students for Life Action, studentsforlifeaction.org. Where do you think this is going to go in terms of, given what's happened since the leak, uh, we're, we're looking at at least some real limits on Roe v. Wade, even if the whole opinion doesn't get overturned. Uh, what are you anticipating in terms of the reaction when we see the ridiculousness that we've seen so far on the left? I think we're going to see more of this. I mean, they've already declared the quote-unquote summer of rage, um, and they are, they, you know, the emails and the text messages I'm getting from Planned Parenthood uh, are ginning up their audience. I've been warning our supporters and our students for months that this will turn into violence. You know, we were out there last weekend countering the bands off our bodies, rallies across America. And I spent tens of thousands of dollars hiring security. Um, and this is a new, this is new for us. You know, we, we noticed out, out in the Women's March in October, um, where we had gone and same deal. We had hundreds of students in dozens of cities counting the Women's March where our students were simply, you know, even though they were practicing kind of common sense of not walking into a a crowd, standing off to the side, holding their pro-life sign, staying as a group. The situations got dangerous. We had a pregnant woman who uh, was shoved. Uh, They they actually, the pro-abortion side, sought out our students in October and would surround them and chant them and push them. And then, you know, when they would try to leave, follow them to the car. Um, And so we actually had to hire security guards. We had to limit how many cities uh, we asked students to go out and counter these rallies. Uh, we wanted to be there, though, because I think and some people were asking, well, how would you go out there? You know it's terrible. I think it's important that we understand as pro-lifers, we have to show the mainstream media who they are. Mm-hmm. We have to show them their extremism and, quite frankly, just how mean they are, how unhinged they are. And the only way we can show that is if we go out there and that there's a comparison of, you know, the prayerful, joyful young students for life, pro-life generation kids versus the angry mob. And that's why we went out there in 13 cities across the country with our security guards. But still, it didn't mean there was still... Um, you know, I'm still giving stories in about what happened, you know, uh, some of our staff members and students who are non-white uh, were getting hurled racial insults. Our security oh guards, some of our security guards were African-American. They were, they were saying, Black Lives Matter, but not yours, and chanting those at them. Um, some of the other students were shoved. I mean, it, it's unbelievable, um, some of the stories. We had, you know, the, right after the week, our students were in Indianapolis door knocking for Students for Life Action uh, for some of the GOP primaries. And uh, our students went out downtown Indianapolis to counter the pro-abortion rally, the flash mob that had formed. And there's a Black Lives Matter spokesperson, a recognized uh, member of Black Lives Matter, who physically assaulted our staff person, a, a young 22-year-old 20, 20, girl, Mary Carmen. Um, it, I mean, we have it on film. And it used to be, you know, whipping out your camera, starting to film these people would calm them down. Uh, but it, not anymore. That doesn't guarantee your safety anymore. 
Well, I was just talking about the media and the lack of knowledge that they have on various issues, especially the life issues, in my last segment. But are you able to get some of this video out there? I mean, I know we have the Internet and things are going viral, but there's a lot of censorship going on because people need to see what's really, really happening, as you said. We are. You know, it's an interesting. We've been talking a lot to the Washington Post in the past wow. couple months. They actually have now have a full-time reporter uh, who just reports on abortion. And it was interesting. I was, she was commenting to our media specialist the other day how there was, a, there was a meeting held, and they discussed that they don't really know pro-lifers. They don't understand this. You know, mm-hmm. um, they, they don't understand how did we get here. How, you know, oh my God, 50 years right. of, of, of resistance, of all these, you know, the March for Life. And so now there's, you know, there's been profiles of uh, Jeannie, my friend, at the, who heads the March for Life, Marjorie Danfelser, uh, SBA list, they're going to do one of me. They're, they're doing all oh, kinds they are? of articles. Awesome. About, oh, yeah. Um, but it's, an, and it, it's actually been pretty fair, I would say, dare I say, but it's this understanding that they don't know who we are. I, I spoke for 45 minutes yesterday with a New York Times reporter who had no idea. You know, she's like, well, what do you, what do you do for birth control if you're not, if you're, if you're pro-life? I mean, you know, just trying to ba- just send out basic education. And I'm, and I'm giving her facts and websites to visit. Um, truly, a lot of these reporters want to really try to be fair. Not the crazy liberal activists who don't even try. Uh, They can't understand where we've come from uh, and what we advocate for. They they don't know because they haven't they haven't ever looked into the pro life movement or what we actually do or what we're actually about. You know, it's so funny. You didn't know what I discussed in my last segment. I do a segment called Fact Check Friday, and I think this is the Holy Spirit working because I just talked about what the media don't know will hurt us and does hurt us. I did a whole segment on that, and now you're just affirming it, and we didn't talk about this beforehand. We didn't, uh, honest to God. Yeah, and, and it is so true, and I, I tell this to people, and, they, and, and they're like, wow, really? And they think, because you look at the media, you see the newspapers, it seems very prestigious, you know, to be on the air and the evening news and whatnot, but they are coming from a place of, of uh, such a void of any information. I had a reporter ask me years ago when I was at the March for Life, I was being interviewed, believe it or not, and the reporter said to me, do you know that Norma McCorvey became Catholic and she never had an abortion? This is a reporter asking me this question. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but this is how much they do not know. The basics that no. most people, even those who have been just a little bit involved in the pro-life movement, understand they do not know. I mean, I was on MSNBC uh, right after the leak, the day after the leak with Andrea Mitchell. And I was right after Representative Cory Bush. Bless your heart. Her all these <laughs> softball questions. And, you know, she starts asking me immediately about rape and why I want to hurt women who've been, um, you know, the survivors of rape. And I started answering her questions. And I just said, you know, at one point I told her, you know, well, Roe versus Wade's extreme. If you like any limits on abortion, you don't like Roe versus Wade. Because Roe versus Wade allows abortion all my months of of pregnancy and sometimes of taxpayer funds. And it's, been, you know, yes, the state, the states can, because of Casey, limit abortion. Some states have moved to limit abortion, but they can only do that after 24 weeks because of the Casey decision. And uh, she, she was like, no, you're wrong. You're just wrong. 
your life. Andrea and, Mitchell, who has been yeah, out there. She's I in her seventies. She's been a reporter since I that's yes, but see that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm telling people. Yeah. They do not know even the basics. Yeah, absolutely. I mean I'm like I the, uh, part of my response is just go Google Andrea. Search late nine month abortion. You'll find a guy in Denver, the people in Albuquerque, a guy in Omaha, one in Germantown, Maryland. I mean like I, I, this is what I do for a living. Why would I not have these facts right? Right. Right. Well, because they've been able to get away without having the facts. The, the, the pro-abortion movement now is, is, is being forced to really debate this issue. Don't you find that to be true? That's absolutely right. And, I mean, that's why they're, like, circling the wagons around their whole leftist coalition. And we start seeing these outrageous arguments. You know, like, Justice Thomas is voting to take away privacy and ban interracial marriages. Oh, please. And he's married to a white Woman. Right, and we're gonna and we're gonna run around. We're removing all the birth control from all the different, you know, the WalMarts and the CVSs oh, and the that, Walgreens. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that is absolutely story, and, and that's why I think it's important for us as pro-lifers to stay on message and say that is not our goal. That's you know, I you know, I had I spent forty-five minutes yesterday trying to convince a New York Times reporter. I don't have time to deal with birth control right now. Like, I know you all are obsessed with it, and you all want to write articles about it. And I'm, by the way, I'm very, very glad that now the whole pro-abortion movement, for years it's been saying we've been lying when we've been saying that some chemical hormonal, you know, birth control pills and devices can be a patient, and they've been saying we're lying. Now they all finally admit it. So I'm really glad we're all on the same page now. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we're focused on is combating chemical abortion. What I'm focused on is in the 50-state battles, we have... Uh, we make abortion unthinkable and unavailable. And but all they're obsessed with is birth control. Why? Because they're trying to find weaknesses. They're right. trying to find whatever they can to show the judges that this is too extreme and that the majority of Americans will worry about. That's why they're talking about yeah. rape and incest. That's why they're talking about birth control. That's why they said that this decision is going to mean that all gay marriages are going to be reversed and interracial marriages are going to be banned. They have no place to go, so they're going to, you know, to the extreme and literally making things up as they always do. Kristen, I can talk to you for hours. I have to have you back on. Thank you for being such a strong and yet loving and respectful pro-life warrior on the front lines who gives it right back, but in a very respectful way with the truth and with facts and with the beauty of the faith. Kristen Hawkins, president of Students for Life Action. Check out their great work, studentsforlifeaction.org. We will sure have her on again very, very soon. We'll be right back. Abortion. Pornography. Embryonic stem cell research. Corporate contributions to Planned Parenthood. Do you invest in companies that are engaged in these practices? The Ave Maria Mutual Funds do not. And their investment portfolios reflect that. Ave Maria Mutual Funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors can invest in the no-load Ave Maria Mutual Funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria Mutual Funds today at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. People ask how they can care for older family members who can't fully care for themselves. One answer is Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Visiting Angels assists adults nationwide with 600 locations to continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. Their caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meals, and light housework. Services are provided up to 24 hours per day, and you can select your caregiver before service begins. More information, including franchise opportunities, is on the web at visitingangels.com. Do you wish you could have discussions about difficult topics with your adult children? If so, don't worry, you're not alone. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak. And our new book, Having Meaningful, Sometimes Difficult Conversations with Your Adult Sons and Daughters, can help you draw closer to your adult children and help guide them on the path to more faithful and meaningful lives. You can get our latest book and all of our other books on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. That's AveMariaRadio.net. Location, location, relocation. Studies show more than a third of college students transfer and half of those do it more than once. He reminds us of St. Augustine's quote, Our souls are restless until they rest in thee. At Ave Maria University, we challenge this group to visit us, stroll down our palm tree paths, spike a shot on our sand volleyball court, or partake in an outdoor devotion. There's a reason when students visit Ave Maria, they tend to stay. Ave Maria University, your relocation destination. Visit AveMaria.edu. Have a great weekend, and remember to always discern and know how the media works so they don't work on us. We'll talk to you on Monday. Ciao, ciao. You've been listening to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. Catholic Connection is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Andrew Kruchek. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net. That's A-V-E-MariaRadio.net. Thanks for listening and join us next time for another edition of Catholic Connection. Boldly proclaiming the truths of our Catholic faith. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. I'll bet you know by now that Amazon Smile is a great way to support your favorite charity. And supporting the Guadalupe Radio Network while you shop is easy. Step one, just start off at smile.amazon.com. Step two, choose La Promesa Foundation as your charity. La Promesa Foundation is the parent company of Guadalupe Radio Network. And step three, enjoy your shopping. Amazon will donate a portion of your purchase to the La Promesa Foundation, and it doesn't cost you any extra. La Promesa Foundation and Guadalupe Radio Network, thank you. Sherry Van Branken, a longtime area Catholic, invites you to visit her website, catholicpapergoods.com, where you are able to download Catholic greeting cards, coloring pages, educational activities for your family or homeschool, art prints, and more. You can also find items such as ordination cards, sacrament invitations, and many items featuring saints of the Catholic Church. They're all able to be downloaded and printed from your home or other printing service. The website is catholicpapergoods.com for Catholic items for your own domestic church. catholicpapergoods.com Blessed be God, blessed be His holy name, blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man, blessed be the name of Jesus, blessed be His most sacred heart, blessed be His most precious blood. Blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Blessed be the Holy Spirit of Paraclete. Blessed be the Great Mother of God, Mary Most Holy. 
Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception. Blessed be her glorious assumption. Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother. Blessed be Saint Joseph, her most chaste spouse. Blessed be God in his angels and in his saints. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth, and North Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. 